Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring TV Radio Mirror's award-winning favorite radio team, Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt. Ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Franklin D. Roosevelt. When you sit down to breakfast, don't you often think of the starving people of the world? I wish we could share our abundance with them. Wholesome foods like good luck margarine. Years ago, we never dreamed of eating margarine, but nowadays you can get margarine like good luck, which tastes delicious. I really enjoy it. The margarine Mrs. Roosevelt has just recommended is new good luck, the light margarine that leaves no oily aftertaste. Greetings, anybody home? Hello, dear Oh, hi Yes, I'm home and I'm glad you're early because I want to talk to you Oh, think you'd want to kiss me? I've been gone nine hours Well, I don't know that you deserve a kiss Oh, what's the matter? Well, I'm a little cross, I will admit, and I just hope we have insurance that covers it What are you talking about? You don't... You don't know? No, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I think that's why marriages break up. A man comes home after a hard day's work, and the little woman invariably greets him at the door with the news of some household catastrophe, when all the poor, tired guy wants to do is sit down in an easy chair and put his feet up and light his pipe and read the paper. Well, it is in regard to lighting your pipe that this household catastrophe has occurred. Why? The hole that is burned in the cushion of our brand new chair? A hole burned? Now, you're the only one who smokes around here, dear. Well, I don't know anything about it. Where is it? I don't see how you can say you didn't know anything about it. The cushion was turned over, so I wouldn't see it. Well, I didn't do it. it. You mean this chair? Pick up the cushion and turn it over. It's a burned hole the size of a silver dollar, about an inch deep. Look at it there. Oh, for Pete's sake. I discovered it when I was vacuuming this morning. I didn't say anything to Aunt Effie oh. because you know how careless she thinks you are anyway. Well, you set your pipes down all over the place. Look, but I really, did not I do, do this, it. will you? Contrary to what Aunt Effie thinks, I am not careless with my pipes or cigarettes. And even if I had been, I certainly wouldn't turn the cushion over so it didn't show. Now, look, let's face it. There's only one person around here who'd do something like that. Well, Betsy doesn't play with matches. Where is she? Playing over at Susan's house. All right, you call her up and tell her to get home here at once. This is Galen Drake. You know, when I was a kid and we had a cold, we used to say that we uh, had the miseries. But now you can rub those cold miseries away with new minute rub which is the modern, greaseless way. Now, new Minute Rub works fast, without burning your skin, and it's not greasy. As a matter of fact, Minute Rub vanishes. It won't stain, it smells good, and it feels cool. And yet it will relieve that chest tightness and muscular misery of a cold. And by the way, it's great for muscular pain, too. Next time you shop and pick up some new, greaseless Minute Rub and try it. 
is great. Didn't you tell Betsy to come home at once? Yes, I did. She should be here any minute. But I can't believe Betsy would play with matches or anything like that. It just makes me sick to even think about it. Now, look, look, as you yourself said, neither you nor Aunt Effie smokes. Betsy doesn't smoke either, for heaven's sakes. Why would she be lighting matches in the living room? Why would she be lighting matches at all? Honey, we have had trouble before with Betsy. Not lighting matches. She has never, never done anything like that. We have had trouble before with Betsy breaking things and then hiding the pieces. Now, all right, maybe she didn't do it. Maybe one of her friends had some matches. It just makes me sick. After all, I've talked to her about matches and fires. Even in school, they teach the children how dangerous it is, and Betsy has promised me. She has promised me. Well, there's no sense going never... on about it. We're lucky the house didn't burn down. When could she have done it? I don't know. I don't know. When she had some friend over there. I the always school. watch the children. Yes, Here they... You don't watch the kids every single second. Well, no, but... Billy. She had that Billy Watson over to play one day last week. I'll bet he's the one who did it. Why should he be the one who did it? He's a boy. Oh. Well, you don't need to look that way. It's boys who are always getting into things. Why, when Betsy has her girlfriends over here, they play with her dollhouse and her dolls and her coloring books. But the minute Betsy has a little boyfriend over, I always worry. Well, what? Well, like the day Johnny something was over and he tried to get Betsy to jump off the garage roof with an umbrella to see if it worked like a parachute. I stopped them just in time. <laughs> oh, that was... I tried that myself when I was a kid. Well, there you see. You're a boy. Betsy would never Thank think you. that up herself. <laughs> Look, Betsy had a little boy over here a couple of weeks ago that I thought was very nice kid. Oh, that's Artie Ford. Well, well, he is. He's a little older and he's very bright, very intelligent. He'll probably be a scientist when he grows up. My goodness, he was teaching Betsy all about the stars and the universe, talking about light years. <laughs> Nine years old, he knows more than I do. If he studies hard, he'll probably be very famous when he grows up. Well, all right, all right. Then you've got to admit there are some boys who aren't into something all the time. Well, yes. See, right I... away you start blaming a boy when the fact that this happened in Betsy's own home makes it her fault any way you look at it. What are you going to say to her? This certainly has to be handled very, very carefully, dear. First of all, I want her to admit it before we accuse her. I mean, she should have told us about it rather than our discovering it. I know. I know. How are you going to do that? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Let me think. Yeah, I've got an idea, dear. Hmm? This chair faces in such a way that you can see it the minute you walk in from the front hall. And that black hole against the yellow slip cover. I mean, you can't miss it when the cushion is turned up this way. You yeah, know? yeah. Why don't we leave it this way? Then when she walks in, she will see it, and she will know that we have seen it. But she won't say anything. You know, we won't say anything until she No, does. wait a minute. i got a better idea. Leave the cushion this way, see, there, just as it is. Then we'll go in my den and, and, and close the door just partly so we can peek out. And uh-huh. if she comes in and sees it... Mm-hmm. and rushes over and turns the cushion over, then we'll know that she did it. Yeah, that seemed kind of sneaky. Well, is it any sneakier than burning a hole and then hiding it? No, two wrongs don't necessarily make a right. Shh, wait a minute. She, no, she came in the back way. Quick, get in the den. Go no, on. Get... Hurry up. Go on, Go on will you? Shh, I don't feel right doing this. Hurry right up. Now. Get out of the way. Let... Here, let me get the door closed. Don't close it entirely. I won't. Now, be quiet, will you? I hear her. I hear her coming in. Now, be quiet. Shh. I can't see anything. Get your arm out of the way. Just be quiet. Well, I can't see a thing. You don't have to. Just be quiet now. I hear her coming into the living room. Shh. Ooh. For Pete's sakes. Oh, did she turn the cushion over? Yes. But it isn't Betsy. What do you mean? It's Aunt Effie. Aunt Effie? Yeah. Oh. Open the door wide. Uh, well... 
Well, my goodness, you startled me. I didn't hear you two in there. Uh, well, oh, well, we, we were <laughs> looking at something. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Then. Well, uh, I wondered where everybody was. Oh, my goodness, I forgot to pick up butter at the store. Oh, the, the, that's all right, oh, Aunt Effie. We, we have enough for dinner and breakfast. But it just slipped my mind entirely. I... <laughs> I had to go downtown for something, and I guess I just plain forgot. Oh, well, that's all right. Well, <laughs> guess I better take my coat off. My, it certainly has been a lovely day, hasn't it? We're going to have a lovely spring, despite the groundhog. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'll hang up my coat. <laughs> oh, don't look at me. Shall we say something? I don't know. Have you started dinner, dear? Uh, well, no, no, I haven't, Aunt Effie. Well, I'll go peel potatoes. I bought some ice cream for dessert. My treat. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I got chocolate milk because I know that's your favorite. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Aunt Effie. <laughs> I also bought a nice coffee ring for breakfast. I know you both like that. Oh, oh that's fine. Thanks. That's thank wonderful. you. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, as I said, certainly it's nice to know it's spring again. Guess everybody feels so much better, don't you think so? Why, you should see the robins in the park. There must have been a hundred of them there. And you know that yesterday I counted six bluebirds right out here in the yard. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, my goodness. Oh, six of them. Yes, yeah, six. I counted. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go start dinner. <laughs> oh, well, I'll be right out, Aunt Effie. Oh, well, what do you make of it? Well, I don't know. She's certainly nervous about it. You could see yeah. that. But why did she do it? Why did she do it? How did she do it? Well, I mean, why not tell us? Well, I suppose she's upset after all. It was a brand new chair. Poor thing, of course. That explains these mysterious trips she's been making downtown. I suppose trying to find the same material and then get it recovered before we saw it. Also worrying about what it's going to cost, you know. Well, she doesn't have to pay for it. I know that our insurance covers it. Oh, honestly, poor thing. Well, let's not say anything to her. Of course we'll say something. Well, look, why should Aunt Effie pay for it when we've got insurance? I mean, come on, come on, bring bring the cushion. This is nonsense. Don't scold her. She feels terrible, I know. Frankly, I am curious, if, if nothing else, to know how she did it. Come on, come on. Aunt Effie, I want to talk to you. Aunt Effie, I want you to stop peeling the potatoes a minute. Turn around and look at this. Oh, oh, why, my goodness, how Oh, why, how did that happen? Yes, yeah, what I want to know. Oh, honey, now, Aunt Effie, I'm sorry, but we saw you turn the cushion over. We thought Betsy had had something to do with it, and we oh, were hiding. Oh, behind dear, the... I... I... I just feel so... Now, I'm trying to get the same material to get it covered. No, 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 no Aunt Effie, it. Okay, we, we've, we've got insurance. Oh, don't I worry don't. about it. All I want to know is how in Sam Hill did you do it? Yes. Well, I, I, I just don't know how it happened, really. Suddenly, I smell cloth burning, and, well, I looked down, and here, here was this hole, and I poured my cup of tea right on it right away, and I got the fire out, but I, I, well, it was when my friend Miss Jensen came over for tea. You were at the woman's club. Oh, yeah. Well, well, how did the fire start? I mean, what caused it? Well. Huh? I was smoking a cigar. Well, he, cigar. Well, Miss Jensen's Danish, you know, and lots of Danish women smoke these little Danish cigars, and she's always trying to get me to try one, and I, well, did, and I'm afraid I got a little dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Boy, I tell you, it's going to be a long time before you live this down. Aunt Effie smoking cigars. Oh, don't you dare tell the family back home. I wouldn't want it to get around town. My goodness, what would people say? Hi. Oh, oh hi, hi, darling. Hi, time you came. Well, how are you, dear? Gee, who did that? Uh, well, 
I'm afraid Aunt Effie did, dear. I I was a little careless, and... My goodness, Aunt Effie. Don't you know you shouldn't play with matches? <laughs> you, you tell her, Bessie. this causes more fires than anything else. Mm-hmm. And we should all remember, never, mm-hmm. never, never to play with matches. Mm-hmm. That is very dangerous. I know, dear, I know. And Aunt Effie will be so <laughs> careful. I don't think future. we need to worry about Betsy, dear. No, but I'm certainly going to keep an eye on Aunt Effie. <laughs> <laughs> When you have a cold, don't add to your troubles. It's a fact that irregularity can add to the misery of a cold. So if you have a cold and need a laxative, let X-Lax help you toward your normal regularity, gently, overnight. Taken at bedtime, X-Lax will not disturb your sleep. Next morning, you're well on your way toward your normal regularity. So when you feel a cold coming on and you need a laxative, remember, X-Lax helps you toward your normal regularity, gently, overnight. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart.